everybody, it's Chris from CRT Sports Cards, and thank you for checking out the audio version of our video series. If you want the full experience, please go to YouTube at YouTube slash CRT Sports Cards. Now, let's get to the podcast. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our midweek update video for week 22 in Project 2020. At this moment, we know six of the 10 cards and two of the 10 print runs. So we know a little, but we don't know a lot. We also still need to wrap up the end of week 21 with the late print run announcements, and also Twins Jake has responded. Let's get to all that and more in one quick second. Welcome back to my channel, which is the home of Project 2020 here on YouTube. My name is Chris, otherwise known on Twitter and Instagram, at CRT underscore sports cards, and you want to visit my website, CRTSportsCards.com, for everything related to Project 2020, print runs, pre-orders, all that good stuff. But before we begin, we still need to wrap up week number 21. And part of the reason why I pushed my Saturday video back to Sunday was to get the Saturday print run announcement in the Sunday video. But Tom's this weekend decided to not give us any print runs. So here we are, another midweek update, talking about four cards that released over last week. But let's get to them one by one. There were a couple surprises, but coming in at card 201, we have Ken Griffey Jr. by Fucci, 3,555. Bob Gibson, card 202, Jacob Rochester, 2,769. Dwight Gooden, card 203 by Keith Shore, 3,652. And then Sandy Koufax, card number 204 by Sophia Chang, 3,043. A couple of surprises on these print runs. And for the week, by the way, I was 50%. So after going 13 for 20, back down to my normal number of 50%. But you know, look, they're just done for fun, the print projections. But when you look at these four cards, what are my takeaways on each one of them? On the Ken Griffey Jr., very, very, very low. I was very surprised that card came in under 4,000. That to me is even more shocking than the Jacob Rochester Bob Gibson, just because of how many cards Ken Griffey sold previous. When you think of like Old Man Allen and his other recent cards, I was just very surprised to see this card be that low. Um, I don't think he got lost in the shuffle over the weekend. It just speaks to where the collector base is right now at Project 2020, and it is very, very low at the moment. On the Jacob Rochester Bob Gibson, look, 2,700. I've said this before, Jacob Rochester does not have the biggest fan base. It's not a knock against Rochester. It's just the numbers. If you We keep setting print run lows with his cards, it feels like. So, you know, this is just where we are with this card and with this artist. There's just not a lot of demand for those. So if you're buying them for resale in the future, I would just be cautious because right now in the moment, there's not a lot of demand for Jacob Rochester. On the Daryl Strawberry cameo in the Dwight Gooden, a very surprising number here, over 3.6K. I was surprised that card got that high, even though it fell within my range. I was still very surprised it came in that high. But when you think of Keith Shore and you think about adding in Strawberry, it makes sense. And then on the Sophia Chang, Sandy Koufax, I did have this one in my range, obviously at 3,000, but I thought it would sell a little bit more, maybe 3.2, 3.3, but here again, a low number, and it speaks where we are right now with the market and with Project 2020. We're kind of at the bottom right now. So week 21 was a good week overall. Week 22, though, is going to be an interesting one, and let's get to that right now. So Monday in Project 2020, card number 205 was Andrew Thiel with this Cal Ripken, and card 206 was Gregory Siff with his Ricky Henderson. And if you have not seen Please check out my recent video on Andrew Thiel. I'm doing the top 10 of all the artists and Andrew Thiel's video released this past Sunday. So take a look at that. 
But when you think of these two cards, let's just let's just call it duck a duck here. The Cal Ripken uh, is that Cal Ripken? I don't know. I mean, I it looks like him, but kind of not look like him. So this is just an interesting card overall. Uh, not my favorite. And then on the Gregory Sif, look, no surprise here. This is my card of the day, and for a couple different reasons. But number one, the background of the card, it, it's Gregory Sif. The little doodles, the little faces. I think it's really really neat design, and it speaks to Gregory Sif. But the thing that drove, the thing that really drew me to the card the most was the really thick green border. I thought that really stood out in contrast to the, to the image itself. So I just thought it was a great looking card overall. And I did purchase five of these cards because I liked it so much. I have not bought more than a couple here since I think card 114 or 115. But I did pick up five copies of this Gregory Sif Ricky Henderson. But let's now jump to the current day. It is now Wednesday evening. We have now seen the print runs for the Gregory Sif Ricky Henderson and for the Cal Ripken, Andrew Thiel. And both numbers, for me, very, very surprising. And as you know, when I put out my print run projections, I do not like to forecast outliers, and so that's why I left those ranges at 3,000 to 3.6. I really felt they'd be closer to 3,000 than anything, but I didn't want to get in the business of forecasting 2.6, 2.7. But that is where we are at right now with these cards and the market overall. The Cal Ripken comes in at 2,777, and that is the highest printed card of the two. When you look at the Gregory Sif, which was my favorite card of the day, 2,685. And I really think we're going to start seeing more cards in this print run range going forward. So do not be surprised to see one of the two cards tomorrow print in this range and maybe going forward this week. And I also think it calls into question my tracking for the Y2K group. You know, those were cards that were not first player, not second player, that were in that 2000 print run range. But now that we have multiple cards now falling in that range, I really think at this moment it kind of invalidates that group overall because there's really no way to really separate the early 2000 cards and now the late 2000 cards. It's just kind of is what it is right now with Project 2020. So I'm gonna go in, in tracking for Y2K because if these cards keep falling in this range, that group is just sort of invalid. Now taking a look at the Tuesday cards, card number 207, Mike Trout, Joshua Vitez, and then card number 208, Don Mattingly by Natural. So a great day for me when it comes to, on Monday we had Gregory Siff, and now on Tuesday we have Natural. When it comes to both of these cards, I like both of them a lot. I think this is a really, really great looking Mike Trout. Here again though, I wish Josh Ravitas would put out a black and white card, but this one is as close I think as you're gonna get to it. But I thought it was a really, really nice looking Mike Trout. And then on the Don Mattingly by Natural, this is another clean Chris design by Natural. And I really appreciated his message on Instagram about the inspiration behind this card as far as his art teacher who believed in him. So it was a cool story to go along with the card. And I believe his initials are in Mattingly's shoes on this card, so great card overall. But I'm actually gonna go with the Mike Trout, Josh Vitas as my number one card of the day. I really, really like this card. It just looks different and it's, it's a really cool Vitas design. But on the purchase perspective, here again, I did buy five Natural Don Mattingly. And now taking a look at the Wednesday cards, the last two cards we know at this moment, Card number 209 is this brown Tony Gwynn from Ben Baller. And then card 210 is this very powerful Jackie Robinson by Grotesque. Taking a look at the cards, look, no shocker, you know which one's gonna be my favorite. Now when you look at the Ben Baller, when I looked at this card originally, what I thought of immediately was 1980s station wagon with wood paneling. And I don't know why I thought of it that way, but with the lack of ice, the lack of shine his cards you have, 
Um, it was a very subdued looking card. Now I don't watch a lot of movies personally, but apparently there are a lot of Anchorman references in this card itself, which is, which is lost on me, but maybe for others out there. I was reading Twitter and they were picking up on it. So that's a kind of a cool feature for it. But for me, very subdued card. Now on the Jackie Robinson by Grotesque. Look, here again, I'm going to purchase five, and I'll talk about that here in a second, why I keep buying five of these versus one. But on this card, super, super powerful, from the raised fist to the kneeling. Now the kneeling, you can argue, is not really in this card. The, the creatures, or whatever they call, whatever they are called, I probably should reach out to, to Grotesque or Kimu Meyer and ask him what his definition is of and what, what they're called, but they are, they are kneeling also in the Ichiro. There was not a feature that, that's, that's exclusive to this Robinson, but the raised fist is, and you think of the time period we're in, this right now, to me, is one of the best cards in the entire set. But this card means so many things to so many different people, and it was just a great card overall. And look, if you follow Grotesque on Instagram, you know what he posts, you know what he talks about, and this card is right in line with what he believes, and that is fantastic. And that, that's why I say this is one of the best cards in the set. I don't think it touches the mask Dwight Gooden it possibly could at the end of the day but right now for me this is in my top five cards in the entire set just from what it means and you think of a moment this is another moment card and I think it's just a great addition to his set and it's a Jackie Robinson card which I couldn't be happier to have uh, in my collection hope you're liking the video so far and if you are and you are not subscribed please hit that subscribe button so that you are notified when I post up my bi-weekly video series round project 2020 and when I also post up my new brand new artist series around each artist's top 10 cards as we reach the 50% mark in Project 2020. And so let's now answer the question around why am I buying five Gregory Sifts, five Naturals, and five Grotesques this week? And the answer is simple, why not? The thing is this, we now know, myself included, what artists we like at this moment and what players we like. I know for 100% fact, when it comes to a player, I'm buying Ted Williams, and Jackie Robinson. And when it comes to the artist, I'm buying Gregory Siff, JK5, Natural, and Grotesque. And now I want more of what I like, and I'm gonna go with these cards. I'm not worried about what they're gonna sell for in the future. If I can end up selling three or four Gregory Siffs in the future for Anderson, maybe that'll be great, but right now, I just want more copies of the cards I like and of the artists I like. So on Twitter, when I said the other day, go out and have fun, that's what I mean. Go out and enjoy the cards you like. It's as simple as that. I'm not worried about resale value. I just want more cards of the artists and players I like the most in this set. So I'm having a lot of fun this week and I can't wait to go purchase my five Jackie Robinson Grotesques after I make this video. And here's some wishful thinking for Thursday. We know for 100% factor now, Blake Jamison is releasing his Ken Griffey Jr. We also know that FDOT is releasing his Ichiro, but we don't know what day. All that I've ever asked for is a dual Mariner day. So it might happen tomorrow, but knowing my luck, it's going to be uh, FDOT on Friday, Blake on Thursday. King Saladin is also releasing his Frank Thomas this week. So we'll see where that card lands and we'll see what the other artist is. But I really hope that after you see this video a couple hours later, or when you see it after the cards are announced, that we have a dual Mariner Thursday in Project 2020. And a quick programming note here on this Saturday at 2 o'clock p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, 5 o'clock Eastern, I will be on Because I'm Carlos's YouTube channel. We'll be doing a, a live interview around Project 2020. So if you have a chance, check that out. So let's talk Twins Jake. Let's talk about the news. Let's talk about what I said. 
And look, what I said the other day, I stand by. He owes people communication. He owes people updates around their cards. And we just had not seen an update from him in over a month. And it was just outrageous. And it, it, what needed to be said, it was said. The good thing here is, is that there was an update. For whatever reason, he posted an update the other day talking about where he's at from his shipping number. And then also he has a photo attached on Twitter where he has like six or seven boxes. So I have three thoughts on the situation overall. Number one is between you and me and not even Twins Jake. If you sent him a message and were derogatory or negative in the message, called him a name or whatever it is, that's just the wrong move. We, that we're better than that. And it's exactly what I talked about from the situation with the JK5 box. Some of the reaction and the hatred on that was uncalled for. And so even if you're frustrated, I completely get it. There's no reason to send anyone a derogatory message on Twitter or any format um, looking for your cards. But number two and number three, here again, he deflected again when people were asking for updates and if they didn't respond to his message, he tried to call them out. That's not cool and it shouldn't be done that way. All people wanted was an update around their order. And then that leads us to number three. Look, he said he is no longer doing pre-orders on Project 2020 cards. That was never the intention of what I said a couple days ago. The intention was to get a response and to get him to understand that we need in, in the community of Project 2020 more consistent updates around where he is at personally with shipping. So what we have to do right now is stay on top of him and make sure these updates keep happening. What the update was on Sunday was probably reactionary, but he needs to be proactive. He's only shipping right now up to, I think, 104, 103. And look, that's normal for most pre-sellers right now, but he has sold up to over 200. So if you have a purchase with him, continue to request updates of your cards, continue that line of communication. I really hope he gets everything figured out. He gets everything back in line. But if you are a paying customer of his, I would continue communication in a respectful way so that you know that your money is safe because if it does not become safe, you know what to do to get your money back. But hopefully we don't get to that. But it was very, very good to see him respond with an update with the photo. But now we need more. We need more consistent communication until every single card is shipped out. And in the meantime, if you're looking for a pre-seller, they are out there. But at the same time, if I were you, I would just go to Tops because you never know when you order one card for one artist of one player, you're going to land the one of one. So it's worth the risk to pay a couple of dollars more to potentially get that gold one of one. So the Project 2020 market, it is now August 19th, is it? Yes. It is now August 19th. We are continuing to see downward pressure on the market. Prices are continuing to fall altogether. And so let's talk now about first and second player pricing and just gonna walk you through sort of my thought process on, on where I think maybe there are some deals because right now we're sitting in the red on several cards on both categories and there are some really good prices out there if you believe in it like I do long-term. But before we dive into that, I do wanna reiterate the fact that Card number one with Ichiro is continuing to gain steam. 18th of August, it was over $1,900. We've seen that card now touch over 2,000. If you're looking for a sign that the market is healthy long-term, it is this card. The farther this card goes up, the more room other cards are gonna have to grow. But let's now take a look at first player and second player pricing. So a couple of thoughts here, straight out the bat. When you look at 8.4 to 8.10 and 8.11 to 8.17, 
There are eight cards that are at their bottom value right now, but then the Ichiro and the Frank Thomas Ben Baller are both keeping up their values. I find it interesting that it's Ben Baller cards that are keeping their value and that are the high value in this down market. But the cards to key in on right now, you're looking at Sandy Koufax is basically at its bottom value at 350. You're looking at Mike Trout Ermsey. That is actually underneath its lowest value right now at 575. Uh, Ken Griffey, $30 under the min. And then, you know, Gibson Revere, a couple dollars. And then Ted Williams down $10. And then looking at second player pricing here, when you look at the two weeks combined, 12 of the 20 cards are at their lowest volume right now or lowest value at the moment. And then when you look at 818 versus the min, Cal Ripken, a couple dollars down. Ichiro by Ermsey, $43 down. Tony Gwynn by Grotesque, down $26. And then Dwight Gooden by Joshua Vides, down $70, $173. So when you look at the market overall, what are we doing? Right now, I'm buying if I were you. I'm picking up the cards I need because if you look at these cards long-term, they're still, to me, really good value long-term. So even though I think it is a buying time on these low print runs, there is one group of cards that I think is gonna face some extreme challenges going forward and also one particular card. On the group itself, it is gonna be this tweener group. 2000, high 2000 range. It's gonna face an enormous amount of pressure. And not from us right now, not from you and I who've been in since maybe the, the 50 card or 60 card or 100 card. If they're going to face pressure from new people coming in over the next month or two because they're gonna ask one simple question. Why is Nolan Ryan by Blake Jameson 130 and then Gregory Siff, Ricky Henderson, $35? That doesn't make sense to me. And what is our explanation gonna be? Well, that card came out first and that's, this card came out later. The person's gonna say, but it's the same print run number. And what's our argument? They're gonna, you're gonna be like, well, you're right. There's just no way to, there's no way to, there's no way to argue this in a sense to make it worth you know, more money or to sort of sort of prove our point that first player and second player are going to be magically worth more than Gregory Siff or maybe a Andrew Thiel, Kyle Ripken. So those cards to me right now are gonna face the most amount of pressure. So if you're looking at a high 2000 print run card, I would maybe wait to see what happens on these cards. I would not go out and buy those immediately. I would be very cautious on those because those might face a lot of pressure here in the coming weeks. But then again, cards in the 1000 range they still feel very safe. We are really, as I said at the beginning of the video, at the bottom right now of the barrel when it comes to enthusiasm, when it comes to just the overall environment of Project 2020. So I just don't see us getting down that low. I did say that when we were in the 3000s to 2000s, but we're now here in the 2000s. But I just think getting under 2000 in this environment is very difficult. So to me, those feel safe. So if you're looking for a card like that, that's gonna be good. But here's the biggest challenge right now on this set overall when it comes to one individual card. While it is great that each run number one is up there, the card that's gonna face the biggest amount of pressure now is Trout's Ermsey, which has a high 2,000 print run. That card right now feels like a deal in the 575, 600 range, but if we start seeing more cards in this range, could that card come down even further? It's too hard to say. That card to us right now is very iconic, and I think it's gonna be one of the most iconic cards in the set when we get through this whole project. But I would be very careful, just watch that card price over the next couple of weeks as more cards print in the, in the high 2000s. That card could start to come down 550, 545. I hope I'm wrong here on this one, it just but it feels like 
if we have more people coming in, that that card, of course, could drop a little bit uh, and continue to drop. So if you see it at six or 650, maybe it's a time to wait to see what happens, but don't just go out there and immediately hit buy on the buy and nows because that card is the one that's gonna have the biggest question mark right now as we go through this month and then possibly September. Hope you liked the video, and if you did, please give it a thumbs up. And at the same time, if you wanna hear more news from me around Project 2020, check out that playlist on the screen right now.